Hello and welcome to the Way Out podcast. This is where we will be discussing all things fitness and life related and how the two intertwine. My aim with this podcast is to be myself, have a laugh, educate and even help some people along in their journeys. Nothing too serious but an enjoyable listen. And if you're expecting perfection here then this is not the place for you. However thank you for listening and if you're ever looking to work with me in the future or now you can be sure to find me on my Instagram which is Kira O'Connor Coaching. If not there, you can find me on my website, which is kiraoconnor.ie. And once again, thank you for listening. Hello, it has been a minute because I went on holidays and I completely timed everything wrong. Um, I thought I'd have enough time to do the podcast before I went on holidays, but I just didn't. So I wasn't going to rush it. I said I'd do it when it's like once I came home. So, welcome back. So this second episode is going to be all about binging overeating the difference between the two of those because I think a lot of people just throw out the word binging and I think they're just probably overeating um, and they don't really actually know what what context to use either of those in so yeah I'm basically going to be speaking about my own journey but like remember that this is not all about me 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 because I'm actually going to be speaking about okay how I got through it what's not necessarily what's right or what's wrong because I'm never 100% right and what worked for me may not work for you but this is all about how it feels when you're listening to this podcast does this feel like it's resonating with you does it feel like it's relevant to you and again like I said in the last podcast if you're going through any of these reach out um my dms are always open but reach out for actual help as well which I'll speak about now I'll speak about in this podcast um but yeah, again, like I said, I'm not completely 100% right about these topics. This is just all what I've learned through experience. But so too, we had finished talking about disordered eating and eating disorders, my journey with it, um, everything that I learned through that experience and anything that I thought would help use, I kind of talked about in that episode. So if you haven't listened to episode two, go back and definitely listen to it because this is like part two of that episode and it's just going to be going through the binge side of things or the overeating side of things. So firstly I'm going to explain kind of the difference between overeating and disordered eating. So overeating is like you make a conscious decision. So if I went down to the kitchen now and there was a packet of cookies there right and I had two I was like right two is enough but I really want the third and a fourth. I consciously know that I want the third and a fourth and I'm going to have the third and a fourth and I'm choosing to make that decision and I'm choosing to overeat on those cookies let's say when I only realistically needed the two but like I said I made a choice. Binging on the other hand is like a loss of control so it's like people think that like okay coming home absolutely starving and then they have a binge sometimes that's that can't really be classed as a binge like binging is like you've literally already ate and you go back and then eat everything in the house let's say not when you're starving because that's like a fine line because you're starving you're so hungry that your body does need food but binging on the other hand is like you've already had food you already had enough but it's almost like somebody else is in your body and somebody else is doing the action so somebody's just going to the press and somebody's eating everything for you and it's like you can it's like in your head you're like wow I'm eating I'm eating loads right now 
but it's like you can't stop it and that's the difference between overeating and binging is like you cannot stop it it's like a loss of control and it's like you're not in control basically whereas overeating like I said you make that conscious decision and you are in control to stop that like you can say right Kerry you can stop at the two cookies you don't need to tour in the fourth you know whereas binging is like you can't you have to eat the entire pack of cookies basically so I hope that explains kind of the difference and you know from now on that okay you don't really have to label yourself as a binger because you're probably not a binger you probably just overrate. Kind of going back to my journey so I would have brought you back up to probably sixth year before I went on my sixth year holiday so this was when like binging was starting to creep in every now and again it was under control though so it was kind of like you know like I said in the last episode when my friends would have left their food over or their takeaways over and I was like no no I don't want any blah 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 and once they left the house and there was still some there I probably would have binged on that then and then probably went for a 10k run so I think it got really bad and kind of out of control when I went on my six year holiday so on this holiday I went with the girls and they were obviously like I don't know six year holidays are just like drinking holidays basically but for me it was like a food holiday so like I'd be going like I remember sneaking off to the shop in the morning when everyone was still asleep and I'd be getting like ice creams like this is first thing in the morning I'd be getting ice creams I'd be getting crisps getting anything any pastries anything that I just hadn't had and I'd be fully binging on it and I remember obviously back then I was obsessed with my weight so I went over at like 60 kilos and I came home 70 kilos but that was no wonder and like bear in mind as well so like when I would have been binging over there I would have been getting up then the following morning and just punishing myself by going out on a run and being like everybody used to be like how are you running on your six-year holiday you're so motivated and I used to be like yeah so motivated like no it was not motivation it was not discipline it was not willpower it was obsession it was the fact that I have was riddled with so much guilt I had a so much food that I felt fat and feeling fat is not feeling but I felt fat and I felt like I needed to go run it off so there's like my old tendencies coming like still still at play sorry so like you can see the eating disorder still felt like oh everything I ate I had to go out and run off but then I was at the stage now where I was on my six-year holiday there was food everywhere I wasn't in my normal routine I had no control over my routine had no control over like food in a sense because it was just kind of whatever was whatever I could get on holidays so that meant like I had access to everything that I hadn't ate in literally about two three years so it was just full binge mode basically and everything I used to be saying to myself like when I used to be eating the food and um like I used to be hiding like I used to be hiding I used to go to shops get the stuff that I needed and I'd be like I'd try and eat it all before I got back to the apartment because I didn't want the girls to be like oh, Jesus you're eating again you know you never wanted like that's another thing actually about binging that I forgot to mention it's like it's in secrecy like you never want anybody to know that you're doing it you can't tell anybody because you're all you're ashamed of yourself you're embarrassed and you don't need anybody knowing that basically um so that's another thing between the difference between overeating like overeating you can let people see you're doing it whereas binging you're kind of like hiding yourself you're hiding away because you're shameful you're embarrassed you're feeling guilty all in one as you're eating the food so that was literally me um so I used to obviously down it literally before I go back to the apartment and make sure the girls like obviously didn't see me now I don't think any of these had any idea it was going on because like like I said I, I think I said it in the first episode it's always easy to talk to a stranger than it is to talk to like your friends about this stuff um 
so yeah, that was what I was doing on my six year holiday. But every time I was eating, I was kind of like, okay, I'm gonna come home and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get back on a diet straight away and I'm gonna go back to the gym. And these were the, like, this was like the form of punishing, punishment I was giving myself. I was like, okay, Carrie, you can't be doing this, but it's okay. Like, just fuck it. You can do this on your holidays. And then once you get back, you can just go straight back to the gym and you can go straight back on your diet. But that's the thing about the all or nothing mentality. And that's how a lot of people fall into eating disorders as well or binging is that if they can't do something 100% perfectly, they're not going to do it at all. Um, So that was like me. It was like I couldn't control anything on holiday. So it was like, what's the point? Fuck it. I'll just eat everything. I'll go out on a run to burn off the calories and then I'll come home and I'll just get back on my diet. But that was probably the worst thing I could have ever said to myself. Um, there was no compassion. It was like literally hatred for myself, hatred for the fact that I was doing it obviously came home the extra 10 kg was documenting it then like on instagram being like now don't get me wrong most of that was water weight but that's why i started documenting it on instagram i was like look girls i came home this way blah 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 watch the water weight go down blah 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 and it did go down but the one thing that was still stuck in my head was that i had finally let loose and i could not get it back in the box now like the binging was full out of control because i had done like literally seven ten days straight of just eating whatever i wanted not chicken rice and broccoli i came home then to super bland food to obviously those tendencies still there um and obviously my mind was super fucked up so yeah came home and wasn't able i got back on the diet let's say for two weeks or whatever flushed out most of the water weight but the binges were still there and i couldn't get it under control and then by the time i went to college so this is say i went away in this july i was going to i was going to college then in september so this meant like my routine was completely gone. Like I had, I had to make a completely different routine. And this is where even with like people now, or well, even with my clients, sorry, that if they are out of routine, they find that they can't stay on track or they can't eat how they normally would. And that's kind of where most people feel like they've let themselves down. But the thing about that is, is that you just need to f- meet yourself where you're at and you just need to find what works for you, whether you're going back to college or you're going back to school. You just need to meet yourself where you're at. Don't expect yourself to be perfect and have that compassion. Like compassion is the one thing that will help, I would say, everybody on their journeys. But a lot of people still have the all or nothing mentality and that's what causes people to fall off the quote-unquote bandwagon is because they want to do things perfectly and they have a change in routine and they can't cope with it so they just say fuck it I'm not going to do this anymore you know because it's too hard for them to deal with but I've been there I've done that and that's exactly why I coach the way I do so yeah going back to me starting college so probably the August then up to September I would have probably just been I was binging I'm nearly sure and then I was just going to the gym to run it off and like you could see like my body composition was starting to change I was no longer becoming like I was no longer this lean girl that I was prior to my holidays because the binges were happening more frequently so before my holidays it was like once maybe once a week if even um but like when I came home from holidays it was like literally every single day I was binging you know what I mean and like if I started like back then in my head if I started a day off with like chocolate or cereal or anything like that that was it for the day then I was gonna eat the whole box of cereal and sure if I had ate the whole box of cereal then let's say I would have still been tracking 
because it was like I, I just wanted to punish myself it's like I wanted to see how much I was eating and then just be like ah fuck it, we keep going you know so when let's say I ate a box of I remember eating a box of cereal I think it was crunchy you know I think I started my day off with a bowl and I knew like I knew starting my day off with a bowl of cereal was not going to go down well I was going to end up eating the box started off and anyway and obviously I would have only had like would have been having like 50 and 40 grams and that was never it's never enough so that day I like I said I started my day off that and I ended up having I think I went back for three more bowls on top of that and let's just say that clocked up to a thousand four hundred calories or whatever I was like ah fuck it may as well keep eating now and like this was like 11 12 o'clock in the day but when you're in that mind frame if it's only like 12 o'clock like remember everything is a set rigid routine so if it was 12 o'clock and I had already hit 1400 calories it was like oh my god no what have I done I'm fucked now you know and would have kept eating and then would have been just like all start tomorrow like everything's always super super timed so like usually at 12 o'clock in the day I'd only be on about 200 calories you know so it was great it used to save all my calories for the evening but when you're binging you don't do that you just eat whenever and then you're, you're like oh bollocks so yeah that's what I would have done up until I went to college but when I started college then at the end of September I decided to also start a PT course in the coming October so not only was I out of my routine but I was taking on way too much more than likely to avoid the feelings of the fact that I was binging and run away from that and just make myself so busy that I didn't have to think about it like I used to always say to everyone no like I work well under pressure and blah 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 and I work well being super super busy no I don't no I do not because I crumble because I'm too overwhelmed so this is your sign to not take on more than you can chew and not always think that you can you work well under pressure because if you work well under pressure a lot of other things can suffer because of that now I'm not saying everybody is like this but just if this resonates just check in with yourself you know is is your sleep suffering is your stress levels through the roof um is your eating then kind of gone down the drain because you're just kind of choosing whatever you're too lazy to make a meal because you're too overwhelmed you know so that is something to take into consideration especially if you're feeling like this now so yeah this time when I was obviously took on the PT course two evenings a week and one day on a Saturday I had to still work in pennies because your girl couldn't afford life basically no I'm joking I just I needed the money basically and yeah so was doing that on the side but to be honest I think I took it all on to run away from the fact that I was binging and I had so much binging like I already worked in pennies but it was taken on the PT course on top of everything else like I just this is my first year in college like there was just so much new things going on but yeah pur purely to probably avoid the facts to avoid my feelings you know and that's what a lot of people do do if they've eaten disorders or they're binging or whatever they just avoid their feelings they never want to talk about them and it's the fact that you're covering up how you're feeling about your life or how you're feeling about yourself that you then use food to cope with that you know so that's what people don't understand that they don't get that gist is that if you're avoiding your feelings then you're, it has to compensate somewhere you know if you're unhappy in your life or you're really down in yourself you use something else to cope so whether that's pushing people away or it's drinking or it's food or it's drugs something gives you know and for me it was obviously food at the time but I remember one night I was or one day I was having a binge and I had to go into pennies then six to ten for sake so I went to Dunn's and like during this like you'd be so embarrassed if anybody sees you buying chocolate or if anybody sees you buying that because like at the end of the day you need to remember that I'm now probably two stone heavier I'm 
after putting on like loads of weight because I just am binging every single night everybody knows me as this lean girl and all of a sudden I'm going into dawns to buy chocolate like what who is this person you know and that's how it felt in my head even though no one would bat an eyelid if you bought a chocolate bar but I went into dawns this evening and I bought like four donuts I'm gonna say could have been more but I'm gonna put it at four okay I don't know why this makes me really upset I think binging and talking about this is harder to go through than talking about the eating disorder for some reason but yeah, brought the donuts down to pennies and like hid them in my bag and then went into the bathroom before I started my shift in pennies and like ate all four donuts like in the fucking bathroom because you're doing this all in secrecy and you never want anybody to know that you're eating all of this and and it was a reoccurring thing then. So every evening before I'd go into pennies, I'd always bring something in with me and I'd eat it in the toilet. And like that is so upsetting thinking back on because I'm like, I'm so embarrassed, I'm shameful, I'm feeling horrible about, about my body but I can't stop it and this is what people this is why I hate when I see any sort of coaches or well not hate that's a very strong word if you know me I don't hate anything but I just really dislike it when people are like fat loss is easy and fat loss is this and if you've never faced a barrier in your life then yeah fat loss is easy but for the majority of us we have our own shit going on we all have our own feelings we all have our own traumas that block us from getting there you know so for me it was like I couldn't stop so Someone could turn around to me and be like, yeah, well, just stop eating. Oh, duh. That's what I need to do, but I can't, <laughs> you know? So um, I think people get it all wrong and it's very hard when you're going through it to stop yourself. And is despite the fact that I'm not talking to anybody about it, imagine me trying to stop myself from just eating. Like, yeah, I know I need to do that, but I can't do it. So yeah, that was a reoccurring thing. Then every day in pennies, I'd just go in, I'd eat, I'd binge beforehand. And it was just so draining and all I ever wished for during this period, so we're talking about like October, November, December, all I ever wished for in this period was to go back to restriction. All I wanted was the restriction back because I couldn't stop myself, I couldn't control myself. Like imagine not being able to control yourself. Like most people when they overeat, they can control themselves, you know, and that's the beauty of it in a sense. Whereas binging is completely different and it actually is in a disorder because you can't control yourself. So my mental health at this stage was absolutely in the drain. Like I had went from this leaner body that I felt like I had worked so hard for and that my self-worth was based on my body and how I looked and that like, you know, people would only love me if I looked this way or, you know, everybody knew me as the lean girl and everybody thought I was so motivated all the time and I was so disciplined and willpowered and blah, blah, blah. And then I had went and put on a couple of stone in a couple of months, you know, and I was in this bigger body all of a sudden and I was like, what the absolute hell and like if I didn't like my body beforehand when it was lean like imagine how it feels for me now being in a bigger body not knowing my self-worth like self-worth is actually non-existent at this stage but this is what you'll see now on Instagram is so many people are signing up for photo shoots and so many girls and they don't really know what they're signing themselves up for because in the aftermath some of them probably won't be able to get control under their food again they'll probably have stages where they're going through binges or they're putting on a good bit of weight in a short period of time and they can't comprehend it they don't understand it because they're like how have I just gone from like x photo to now feeling like this bigger person or whatever it is that they may feel but for me I felt like a failure you know and it's very very hard to cope with going from 
y to z or whatever you know and that's why you'll see like even for me when I was going through this stage I never posted a photo of myself on Instagram all I did was post throwbacks throwbacks of how lean I was and I see it all the time on Instagram is that people who've done photo shoots or whatever are just posting throwbacks of themselves or throwbacks of the photos because they don't look like that anymore and it's unrealistic you're not gonna look like that you know how are you how are you gonna stay like that forever you're not that's why girls have such a hard time coping with it and that's all I used to ever post was because that's all I ever wanted I wanted to be back at that person who was lean you know who looked like they had six abs coming out of something you know and veins coming out of their chest and everything that's all I ever wanted was that back so all I done was show everybody that oh yeah I still look like that but then when people see me in person they were like oh like I remember getting so many comments as, as I had put on the way being like oh wow like people would people would see me in the gym and they were like oh my god Kira like you've put on so much weight and it mostly came from men because they don't understand they don't watch their mouth ever um but then I remember one time that literally felt like it was it was after throwing me over the edge um so this is a little bit deep so don't I don't want to screw you off um but I was in pennies probably after a binge and I was doing a six to ten and one of the managers had come up to me and was like um she was like Kira I just have to ask like are you pregnant? <laughs> well, I tell you, I've never, I've never went as red, but I've never cried probably as much as I did then, you know, and I look back on that now, and I'm like, ah, poor Kira, you know, but that was like soul destroying for me back then, because like all I, I was obsessed with the fact that I was lean, and was hiding the fact I was in like a large t-shirt at this point in pennies, and was like, so ashamed of the fact that I had put on weight and then someone was after asking me was I pregnant like this was mind-boggling for me so I had went home that night and was obviously super super upset I had told my mom that somebody said this to me and like she knew nothing about what was going on but she was absolutely obviously furious like any mother would be that somebody had asked was I pregnant but then it just got to the stage where I just felt so alone like I didn't know where I was going what I was doing why I felt so low and yeah I just the next part that I'm gonna say is gonna sound very drastic but when you're going through everything that I was going through sorry I feel like I'm getting upset now and I'm not like but it's just because I've never really said it I think I've only told like two people oh my god I just deleted a big part of what I was talking about but I had to take a breather before that and I tried to record it like 10 times but what I was saying was it was just got to the point then with my mental health where I just didn't want to be here like I didn't want to go through everything that I was going through anymore I didn't want to feel it I didn't want to experience it I just felt so alone and when you feel that alone it sounds very dramatic because all I was experiencing was binging you know but when you're going through all of it at the time and your body image is suffering and you're putting on weight and you're binging at the same time and you know you've so much going on and you have no one to talk to about it I just didn't know how to cope with it and my mental health was so low that I was just like I just don't think I want to be here I just don't think I want to experience this anymore and I've never really told anybody that I think I've told two people in my entire life about that that was like the catalyst point for me that was like okay here you need to go get help reached out to my GP they referred me out to a psychologist and then the psychologist when it took them ages to get in contact with me but when they did it was before Covid had hit and I was just like I'm feeling this way and blah 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 and going through it and everything and because of how I was feeling and where I was at they were like oh we're gonna put you on anti antidepressants I'm like I'm 18 I'm like what is that never heard of it in my life and I'm like hmm I don't know about that and like 
like my family weren't super educated bar my sister my sister was the only one who was like do not go on them because like I was telling her then I had told my family at this point and she was like like you're not depressed and in a sense I I wasn't like now looking back at it I'm like even then I knew when they had said it to me I was like that seems a bit like weird to put me on antidepressants like all I need is somebody to talk to about this I just need someone to talk about my feelings to give me the tools that I need I didn't have any tools in my toolbox to deal with this so that's all I needed you know I didn't need anti-meds to I don't know to get through this that wasn't going to get me through this so obviously never went on them which I'm thank the lord I didn't um and that's in no way shape or form like antidepressants are great for those who need it absolutely I don't know much about them so I'm not going to be like they're bad da, 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 da. I just knew deep down they weren't for me and they weren't right for me and I didn't need them I just needed someone to talk to so then fast forward a couple of months we are just hit by covid we are in lockdown Um, I think it's like April March and this was all I ever needed like think of everything that I had going on now all of that had stopped the PT course I was finished I was excited to obviously get PT and I was excited to be coaching people but obviously I was going all through all this in the meantime so I didn't know how I was going to do that then didn't have to work didn't have to go to college it was fantastic it was the exact right amount of time I needed to get myself together to work on myself to heal myself to do all of that that's what I done and obviously the binging wasn't healed that was still there so me being the bright person that I was I thought it was good to sign on with a coach that would give me a meal plan and would just make things super restrictive because in my head it was like oh Kira all you need is accountability and you need to be told what to eat and you just you know you can't have freedom you can't have freedom of food because you're just going to eat everything so signed on with a coach got a meal plan and I stuck to it for a good couple of weeks I was losing weight blah 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 and this was great for me like this was great for my self-esteem but then came my birthday, so this is June, so let's say I've been doing a month or a month and a half or two months, whatever, on the plan, and wasn't eating anything that I quote-unquote shouldn't have been, and then my birthday came, and obviously your experience, you, you're open to cake and sweets and drinking with your friends and whatever, so I'd done all that, and then that was it, it was just that, that caused me to break again, not break, it wasn't as bad as the last time, definitely not, because we were still in lockdown, but I just couldn't, couldn't get it under control then and I was like binging a little bit more frequently then like I hadn't binged let's say in two months because of the plan and then I was kind of starting to binge like once a week or whatever and I just wasn't losing weight then I got to the point where I was lying on my check-in I was lying to my coach because he didn't understand that and that's not his fault he was not that type of coach and yeah I just was basically relapsing for the second time and it wasn't restriction that I needed so if you're listening to this it's not restriction that you need it's it's to learn how to deal with food it's to learn that that might be your coping mechanism it might be that you need to talk about your feelings more it might be the fact that you're not including certain things into your day-to-day life and that's why you're binging on them or you're overeating on them or whatever it is but the answer is not restriction people if you're listening to this and this resonates it's not restriction it's not to deprive yourself of all of these things it's to listen to your body it's to to understand the balance and how to have that in your life you know you shouldn't have to feel guilty going on holidays or when you come home from holidays and have to restart then in January and do that year in year out and never get where you need to be you know that's not what coaching should be and that's definitely not what my coaching is so yeah and I 
obviously started my online coaching business at this time and as a coach like when you're coaching other people you feel shameful you feel guilt for being able to spot it in other people so being able to spot their tendencies of like restriction and overeating or binging or whatever it is and not like and being able to give them advice on it and how to get through it but not being able to do it yourself you know so at this time I was coaching people but not really coaching like my niche people who are like my niche now is people who want to work on the relationship with food who want to learn balance who want to overcome any restrictions that they have or who just want to achieve fat loss like that's that is what I coach now but at the time I was just kind of as you when you start up you just kind of coach anyone and everyone to be honest yeah so I I definitely felt shameful and guilty that like I, I was still experiencing binging as I was coaching people you know but I had a coach and you know that was keeping me accountable in a sense every week but I was still like I said having these binges and then fast forward like obviously after my birthday a couple of months like I stayed with this coach for a year until probably the following January of 2021 and then lockdown was open or was finished and then it was closed again I think in the October and at this point I had met Sinead which Sinead had done bodybuilding and stuff and she had she had experienced like what exactly what I was going through at this period of time and she helped me in a sense so much like I used to be able to she used to be the only person I used to be able to talk about the binges to because I used to be coming out and I'd be like yeah I bought about I bought a box of cereal out of Aldi and it was um it was this cinnamon crunch I think it was right I remember going out to her one morning because we were training together because lockdown had hit and there was no gyms and we were just running together and I was like yeah I ended up eating the whole box of cereal and she was like like why did you buy that she was like you shouldn't have bought that and at the time she was right, like I shouldn't have bought that because I knew looking at it I was going to overeat on it and I ended up eating the box. You know, but I had my good days but it definitely wasn't as bad as the previous year where I was binging every single day because I hadn't got that much going on, you know. So I had, like I had enough time to kind of cope with things um, because of obviously lockdown. Um, so yeah, I was, had Sinead to talk about which was fantastic. I actually had an outlet speak to somebody about it that's what I'd recommend to anybody who's going through it like you just probably need somebody to speak to about it that may be hard but that is genuinely all that you need um is somebody to talk to and that was exactly what I need that's my encouragement to you is to speak out so let me fast forward to January when I finished up with my coach because I just wasn't doing what he told me to be quite honest I was not doing any of it I had started running I wasn't training anymore I wasn't really binging as much but still obviously having some binges. Yeah, so I was just like, look, I think it's time for me to to really help myself here and really just work on my relationship with food once or for all. Not only for me, mostly for me, yes, because I needed it. For my clients too, you know? So this goes for any coach out there who's suffering with their relationship with food. It's not shameful. It's not wrong. It's not bad of you to have not a great relationship with food you know sometimes as a coach we think we have to be lean we also think we have to have a great relationship with food and have all of this together you know and sometimes we hold it together for Instagram because we sell ourselves on there but you don't have to have it all together and you can have a bad relationship with food and still be able to coach people but you do as a coach speaking to another coach you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your clients to repair your relationship with food and to really work on that and not just put it the back of your mind because you're like ah well I'm coaching people and you know and my relationship with food is suffering and I don't I suppress my feelings and I don't talk about anything but I tell all my clients to do that you know you owe it to yourself to work through all of that so the first step for me was to step away from the coach who was telling me to do the complete opposite 
technically and so that was the first step and then I went a month or so without a coach and was still kind of experiencing the binges or stuff like that and then Saz came into my life. Now Saz was someone I had already followed on Instagram and I had already talked on Instagram but she was also someone who had helped me with my relationship with food just through messages not as a coach um or like a coach client not not in that way she had helped me before and like she popped into my head and I was like I think I just need I think I just need to sign up where I think I need to like at this point I think I just need really needed help I didn't want to go back to the old ways where I was binging every single day so message Saz signed up with Saz yeah and we just got straight to it she started challenging me on everything she obviously started asking me to include certain things into my day-to-day life and that so yeah, I just needed the help and Saz was there and she was absolutely more than happy to take me on. And like at first, again, I wasn't super open where because like it's a completely different relationship. When you're with a coach, you have to build a relationship with them. You have to get comfortable with them. And like I just like even though she was trying to help me as best as she could, it was like sometimes I just couldn't speak about some of the things that were going through my head because they seemed so skeety at the time, even though she was so used to it. But eventually I got to the stage where I told her absolutely everything. (laughs) And yeah, she just kind of helped me, I suppose, challenge myself on things, helped me believe in myself, helped me know that like it was okay to be experiencing what I was experiencing while being a coach at the same time. But obviously still hold me accountable to be like, okay, Kira, well, you still need to repair it, you know? And yeah, like I spent, I'd say nine months, I think with Saz. And it was the best nine months of my life. Um, she was exactly what I needed. And yeah, I just, I owe her a lot. <laughs> like I, I genuinely feel like I owe her a lot, even though you don't really, or she'll always say you don't owe me anything, but I do in my head because she helped me more than she knows. And even the thoughts that I talked about in this podcast, like I don't even think she knew that, you know. So there was a lot of th- lot more that she'd done that she, de- she never realised she'd done. So that was my journey with binge eating and what it looked like for me it was messy and it wasn't perfect but this is your sign if you're listening to this now and you're going through some of this it's your sign to look after yourself and really work on repairing that relationship because it follows you around for the rest of your life the binging the guilt or the overeating or the never getting to where you need to be or feeling like you're running around circles doesn't have to be extreme as my case but even the guilt after certain foods and stuff like that that should that's not normal like that shouldn't be there you know you do owe it to yourself and owe it to your own health to to repair that but the main two things that helped me that I didn't really cover in depth was the therapy and um, so I did start therapy after the whole antidepressant shenanigan like I didn't go on antidepressants I never started them when I started earning enough money I started paying for therapy my privately myself then I obviously met Sinead which was Sinead was bloody fantastic helped me so much and then I obviously went to SAS as well and yeah like those three things probably got me through it and it was just like see how three of those things are literally just me talking to people about what I was going through so like if you are struggling like talk to somebody yes they mightn't have the tools to actually help you but they can listen and then they can tell you okay I think you might need to go to x y and z or I think you should look for somebody who can help you through this But I think the main thing that you probably need is to just feel heard, is to feel understood, is to not feel like you're so alone because you're not. And I know that there's so many people going through this. So another thing that I want to clarify is that coaches aren't actually qualified to deal with eating disorders or binge eating disorders. Mostly you will be referred out to therapy. um, But it's not to say that you can't have a coach at the same time. Because I know for me, this is what worked for me, was that I had therapy and coaching at the same time. But most of the time you will be referred out if it's an extreme case. 
but I do think coaching helps a lot alongside these journeys because I mean it done wonders for me therapy is all about your feelings and where it originates from but coaching is like the accountability it's challenging 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 you on your food thoughts etc which all ties in as one but yes if you're looking to work with me my coaching applications are open at the moment and if you're looking for just having a chat you can message me it's absolutely no problem on my instagram but that was my journey and if there's anything i forgot i'm sure i'll cover it in the next episode but i hope um i hope you've enjoyed this and yeah if you have any questions just shoot me a message